Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's do this. Uh, Let's go and take a look at some of the analytics side of things of what we've been discussing when it comes to the best teams in the NFL. Kevin Cole, data scientist for Pro Football Focus, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline at Kevin Cole PFF on Twitter. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, we're good. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation over the last 24, 48 hours as power rankings come out in the NFL about how good the Green Bay Packers are. So what do the numbers tell you when it comes to ranking teams in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to split it traditionally by offense and defense, I think the numbers tell us that the Packers are probably the best offense in the NFL right now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is playing back at an MVP level. And the running game has been extremely effective. Uh, You know, Aaron Jones has not only been a stud running the ball, um, but he's also been so great catching the ball out of the backfield that they're really firing on on all cylinders offensively. The defense is where it's going to be a bit more of a question, Um, not grading nearly as well as what we saw last year. The opponents haven't been, you know, it's not a downtrodden bunch that they've they've faced, but there haven't been the strongest opponents so far. And I know that, the Tampa Bay offense is probably going to be the best that they've faced so far. Cause we have Brady graded pretty highly this year, um, despite the fact that he's had some more interceptions and some more poor play. So th- this will be a good test for them. So uh, Aaron Rodgers in his play right now, uh, in, in relation to other quarterbacks, now we know Russell Wilson is getting a lot of props because he's almost willing that team to win, but how well has Aaron Rodgers played this year? I mean, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL by not only our grading, where we have him slightly higher than Russell Wilson so far this year, but if you look at some different advanced metrics um, that incorporate different statistics, there's something called expected points added, which really looks at the value of every play on a points basis, and he is pretty far out in front in that category because not only is he making plays, but he's, he's not doing anything negative. He has no turnover-worthy plays. He has no interceptions. He is taking very few sacks this year, and that's something which from time to time can be an issue of his. So he seems to be playing so well within rhythm there that he's not doing as much holding of the ball and taking sacks, which are kind of like a in some, in some people's minds is a hidden negative that someone like Russell Wilson has where he takes a lot of sacks that people are ignoring right now. So I think Rodgers is playing almost as well as he ever has. One of the things that I've noticed is last year, even at times when he didn't take sack, sacks, he had more throwaways, I think, than at any other point in his career. 
last year. He was looking and looking and looking and then throwing the ball away. This year, you hardly see that at all. I mean, that's how good he's been. So uh, I agree with you. I, I think he's getting rid of the football. He's going through his progressions really quick and, and just getting rid of the ball and letting his guys around him do the work. And he's made guys like Alan Lazard look good. We know the, the, the prowess of Devontae Adams. Jamal Williams coming out of the backfield. It seems like the weaponry he has, even though it doesn't have big names, it's been spread around this year. Yeah, I mean, and that's really a differentiating factor when you think about what he's been able to do this year is the fact that Devontae Adams has been down for a while. He's, he's making you know, almost superstars the last couple of weeks out of guys like Robert Tanyan and other no-name type of players who people weren't expecting to be major contributors this year. Now, also, to spread around some of the credit here, I think we have to look at the scheme and how well things are going with Matt LaFleur's scheme here is that there are some guys time to time who are pretty wide open. So he's, he's hitting the open throws, which is important and something you don't want to miss. And he's also making throws. Um, the question will be going forward. If he doesn't have all of, he doesn't have a mix of those wide open throws in there, how he will play, whether he'll revert back to some of those old tendencies. That's what we're yet to see, but I'm encouraged that he won't. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Kevin Cole, data scientist for Pro Football Focus. So tell me more about Tom Brady and what he's done this season. I mean, some will say, well, you got to give it a year because obviously he's absorbing a new system and, you know, absorbing new guys and tendencies. Others say he just looks old. Yeah, I think the you have to you have to separate somewhat the results from how well he's actually playing that's what we try to do with with grading and some of the other statistics that we track here um like i mentioned i think people would be surprised that tom brady is in you know like top five top six uh type of type of quarterback so far this year and when you break down some of the the internals and what he's been able to do He's second in the NFL right now to Russell Wilson in what we call big-time throws. So it's a throw where a quarterback is pushing the ball down the field, throwing it to a tight window. Um, it's really a, a big-time play. So he's, he's second in that category, yet he, with, with 16 this season, he only has three turnover-worthy plays, yet he has four interceptions. So typically you're going to see uh, someone will have maybe one-and-a-half to two times as many turnover-worthy plays as interceptions because, you know, dropped interceptions, things like that. So he's actually been the reverse. He's had passes that were dropped by his his offensive players that have become interceptions. So I think a lot of the, the focus has been on the interceptions because we saw a couple of those pick sixes, which were, you know, clearly his fault. But the rest of the game that he's been playing, he's been doing really well. And then to take it a bit further, he has 15 drop passes so far this year. So, again, that is second to only Josh Allen – and he's thrown the ball fewer times than Josh Allen has this year. So he has a lot of these, these negatives that go into the traditional stats that people might think he's not playing that well, but we see him as playing better. And when those things start to realign, when they kind of regress back to normal, uh, his numbers, his, his traditional numbers should move up. So the other quarterbacks, you talked about Russell Wilson. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Give me a guy like uh, Lamar Jackson, and Jackson obviously the MVP from last season. Tell me about their season thus far. Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes, I would put it in the – he's having a great season, but he's not having a great Patrick Mahomes season so far this year. What's interesting, again, when we separate the results from, from, from how they were actually playing, last week you know, they lost that game, and we had him grading as, as grading pretty well. They had a holding penalty, which took away the 60-yard touchdown to, 
Tyreek Hill. They had another holding penalty, which took away a touchdown. He had a drop on what would have been a third and 20 conversion. So he's been playing probably better than some people think, but not at that Patrick Mahomes type of level. Again, he's in that maybe six to eight range as far as how well he's played this year. So when his ceiling, of course, is the best quarterback in the league. So I wouldn't put him there. It's been more troubling with Lamar Jackson. And it's he was playing very well going into the Chiefs game. It started with the Chiefs game, which may have been uh, one of his, you know, he was very poor performance there. And then last week against the Bengals, you know, they won that game. But Lamar Jackson, by grading, had one of his worst games that he's ever had. By statistical measures, he had one of the worst games he's ever had. He's not running the ball, which may have something to do with the fact that he had a little bit of a, of a knee issue there. So there are more concerns here with him where you're saying, okay, if they're playing from behind like they did against the Chiefs, can they come back? If he's not running the ball like they did last week, can they have an effective offense? Uh, it didn't matter last week because their, their defense was terrorizing Joe Burrow the entire game. But it can matter when they're facing top-tier competition. There's a decision to be made in Green Bay this coming offseason about Aaron Jones. How good has Aaron Jones been? We saw what he really kind of blossomed into last year, and he's taken it to a whole other level this year. How good is he? Yeah, it's it's. I think if you're, I was thinking about potential, you know, offensive players of the year this year. So not MVP, but that 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 next slot down. And I think it's probably Alvin Kamara first, but then I would put Aaron Jones right second next to him. I mean, he has, he's done everything. Like I mentioned, the, it's not only through running, but through receiving. And there's, there's not a lot that, that he can't do. So, I, I mean, I'm more of the mindset that a running back is a, is a replaceable, a more replaceable position than others. But the key is when a running back can also be a threat catching the ball and not just catching screens, catching the ball downfield. And that's what we're seeing him do quite a bit. And we haven't seen much from the rookie, A.J. Dillon. So that's going to also complicate the decision if they feel like they can move on. Uh, you know what's funny? I was reading and uh, looking through the statistical analysis of Pro Football Focus, and A.J. Dillon ranks high. Has he just been that efficient when he has had snaps? Is that is that kind of what you're looking at? Because he ranks really high, even though he hasn't carried the ball very much. But just for what I've seen, it looks like what he's doing, he's gathering pretty well. Yeah, I mean, these are these are rate stats, and even for our grades, they're go- whether you have you know, 10 attempts or 100 attempts, it's all, it's all scaled based upon the efficiency per, per attempt or per play that they're making. So, yeah, I mean, he's graded well. So if you, if you didn't account at all for uh, – if there was no threshold for how many – a minimum number of attempts, he would be in, in the top 10. The problem is he just has barely touched the ball, and that, the amount that he's touched the ball is, is going down over time. Um, I think what he did is he forced a lot of missed tackles – uh, in the very few attempts that he had, and that's something that we grade very highly. Right, before I let you go, also uh, Jamal Williams, he's another guy coming out of the backfield. He's going to be a guy looking for a contract as well. So tell me a little bit about the statistics, how he kind of rates. Yeah, he hasn't been uh, you know, on the level of, of Aaron Jones, obviously, uh, so far this year, but he has improved quite, quite a bit from what, we, what we'd seen before. I think with him... I mean, it doesn't show up in our grading nearly as much as it has in the narrative that you're hearing about how he's in such great shape and he's he's playing so well. I mean, we only have a couple of missed uh, forced missed tackles uh, for, for so far this season. 
so for us, when we're looking at it, he hasn't been as effective from a grading standpoint, but I think he's been more than sufficient to fill in and dispel Aaron Jones. So if, if there was a, a running back who they could probably turn away from, um, after this season, it would be Jamal Williams. And, you know, good for him that he's having this type of season and getting the recognition that he is going potentially becoming a free agent. Hey, real quick before I let you go, one more. Uh, but it, Ben Roethlisberger, back this year, healthy this year. The Steelers seem to be a really balanced team. We were talking about them flying under the radar a little bit. But talk about Big Ben's play in that offense because it certainly seems like he's having uh, a very quiet but a resurgence of a season. Yeah, he's playing well, although I'm not, I don't think it's quite at the same level as you're seeing uh, for, for some other quarterbacks. We have him more in that 10 to 15 sort of range for quarterbacks this year. He, you know, how they run that offense is very different from these big macro trends that we've seen in the NFL and specifically we've seen with the Packers where you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to play action. Yeah, the Steelers just don't run a lot of play action. Uh, you're going under center when you're doing a lot of this. The Steelers love to go out of the shotgun. Um, so if you look at what Ben's done this year, he's had one of the quickest time to throws in the league, and he traditionally has done that. He gets the ball out quickly. He doesn't run play action, which normally takes a little bit longer for plays to develop, and he likes to be out of the shotgun and to, and to deal from that position. So he has really not pushed the ball downfield. So far this season, James Washington is a guy for him who can do that. Maybe Chase Claypool, who's emerging, is a guy who can, he can do that. But he hasn't found the Antonio Brown, which he had before, to really make bigger plays down the field. But he has been efficient. It's just been in smaller chunks than what we've seen previously from him. Great stuff. Love listening to the analytics, Kevin. I appreciate it, and we'll touch base back with you later on, okay? All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Kevin Cole, data scientist for Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at Kevin Cole PFF. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now, 85-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.